Welcome to the Freedom in Flow podcast. I'm Nicole, your flow-based life and business coach, and in my world, the way you create more wealth on the outside is by accessing wealth from the inside. We live in a world that tells you there is a limit to joy, peace, success, and wealth, and that you must trade what you value to create more of what you want. We're taught that there's only one right way, and we spend our entire lives trying to fit in and do things right, only to find we're completely unfulfilled and misaligned. And that's because nobody ever told us there was another way. I'm a mentor, teacher, and guide for ambitious, driven, and purpose-led everyday women who want to step into their next level in life. See, true wealth to me is living in full alignment to your values, your design, and being shamelessly, unapologetically who you are not who you think you need to be. By embodying your most authentic self, mastering your mindset, unleashing your femininity, and unblocking your wounds, success will inevitably flow to you more effortlessly. That's why this podcast exists. Freedom in Flow is about equipping you with the tools nobody taught you on how to create the life of your dreams doing it your way. So listen on to learn how to understand yourself in a way you never have before, to tune in to your unique blueprint, master your energy flow, and work in harmony with your mind, body, and soul. All right, my lovely, let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, I'm sitting in my car and I thought this would be the perfect way to anchor in and basically end such a magical week that I've had. So essentially, I booked a few days up in the mountains to do uh, a little bit of tuning inwards, uh, to practice meditation and stillness in a more, you know, nature-filled environment. And I also booked a soul path reading with the beautiful Heidi, who is based in the Blue Mountains. And, you know, I initially just wanted to be around nature and to just do like a personal retreat because my soul was craving it. And then I decided I would pair it together with this soul path experience that I'd never, ever done before. Now, Leanne, uh, Leanne Melody, she recommended Heidi to me. So I have all the trust and the faith that Heidi would be incredible. And I honestly didn't know what the soul path reading and session was going to be. I just booked myself in for it and just said, whatever I receive, I receive openly. Um, in summary though, the soul path was, it was mind blowing. It was another dimension of self-discovery and it's kind of like, so I thought it was going to be connected to energetics, astrology and quantum and all the things that I've been sort of into lately, but it actually has more of a connection to the divine, more connection to, um, the greater calling and purpose of our lives. And that's what I found super interesting because I guess in my Bali trip, I realized that there was indeed a part of me that was curious about my destiny, my ancestral roots. Um, and if you watched the episode where I shared about the surrender experiment journey and, the unexpected healing that happened for me in Bali, you'll know that I discovered that I have strong ancestral roots that are very much in the line of healing and the work of manifesting, creating, um, and in the super, in the spiritual realm. Um, 
my great-grandparents were healers and this is something that runs in my bloodline and so that sort of opened up for me in Bali and then I had a, I've had a curiosity about it uh, but I've always kind of felt a little bit reserved a little bit reluctant to sort of lean into that spiritual side of me let alone the healing gifts that I have in my bloodline and so um, I tabled it I let it marinate and then I booked this session and so a lot happened in my three days in the mountains and I just want to talk you through some of what happened because it was all so profound so timely and in divine synchronicity I feel and before I say all of it I just want to share this and to let you know that this is something that is so available to us like I was driving back home today after a beautiful day just integrating all of it driving back to where I live it's about an hour and a half away I pit stopped at small towns got myself pastries had lunch had um had a slow coffee, journaled, read a book, walked in nature. Like I was doing all the things that were just filling up my cup and integrating all of the work that I'd just done in the last few days. And it just made me feel so grateful that this is so available to me. I didn't have to leave the country. I just had to be intentional with my time. And I had so much resistance going on this retreat, this personal retreat, because number one, nobody was forcing me to go. Like I could have just canceled my Airbnb. I could have just stuck my nose into the work and the list of things that I had to do. I could have made excuses for why this was just not a good time. And trust me, I had all of that mind drama come up literally the day of me going. I was so close to canceling the Airbnb and just going stuff it. I don't care if I lose the money, I have things to do. Because everything in my logical mind, in my masculine mind, was like, we have stuff to do. This is not going to be productive. And yet, in my feminine, in my body, my emotional body, I just knew that I had to go on this experience and that my soul needed this. And so I'm so glad that I didn't pull the plug on it and I just went with it, even though there was so much resistance. Because now I'm on the other side of it and I'm like, damn, I had that experience in my own country, you know? When I was in Bali, I really thought that that was the only way that I could experience integration and that was the only time I could really experience that connection to my soul and really practicing surrender. But I realized after giving this experience to myself of personally retreating and practicing femininity, practicing intuition, practicing surrender in my own hometown and country... I was like, oh my gosh, this is how simple it gets to be. The surrender experiment doesn't end with me going to Bali and coming back. In fact, I was just sharing it with Belle, my uh, friend and now collaborator who's helping me uh, curate this surrender experiment retreat. I was sharing with her how the integration process can feel so difficult and so lonely because we don't have these kind of visual triggers like we did in Bali where people were practicing their spiritual, people were intuitive, people weren't constantly driven by action and hustle. And, you know, instead of complaining or feeling like I couldn't have that experience again unless I was in Bali again, I was like actually proactively creating it. And now again, on the other side of it, I'm so grateful. So if that's you and you're wanting to lean into more intuition, you need a personal retreat, or maybe you just need to refill your cup, 
this is your sign to go and give yourself the permission and do it. Book that solo trip and let your intuitive and feminine come out to play. Because from what I found, going into this experience, I had so much resistance because I had reverted back in some ways to the old me, which was very much stuck in the how, constantly doing, constantly trying to make things work. And I, again, had to learn and relearn and repractice surrendering because this is what working with the uncreated, the the divine, the um, the intuitive, the impossible, this is what it looks like. It means being willing to test the waters and to trust that gut feeling that you have, that if your soul is craving to be in a certain environment, that you actually act, that you take the path of inspired uh, action and you allow the how to unfold and to create itself as you go. And you don't need to understand the relevance. You don't need to understand how it's going to work out or why or what sequence of events need to happen. You just need to go and give yourself the permission to just take the first step and then the next and then the next. And so I really want to share with you now some of the kind of really pivotal milestone moments that happened for me and why it was so relevant and why it really was transformational because I know some of you who are wanting to integrate and wanting to step into more surrender or make it a lifestyle this is sort of what you'll have to go through as well but I'll share with you through the lens of all the incredible unplanned synchronicities or aligned moments, as I like to call them. And you'll begin to see the wonder, the magic of this work. And inside of that, I will share with you some of the gems that I learned along the way. So, one of the first things was I booked an Airbnb. And I, in search for an Airbnb, I honestly was like, I just want a house or a place where there is lush greenery, where it's like almost like a glass house, where I can just see all the greenery and I can feel the energy of nature and the house is it doesn't have to be crazy you know um it doesn't have to be crazy new modern or pretty it just has to be in and amongst nature and um and I had a specific image in my mind and so when I was looking on Airbnb guess what I found that exact image that I had in my mind and it was in house and amazingly it was also super affordable which was it was ridiculous how affordable it was. And um, so I got to the Airbnb and lo and behold, the woman who actually owns this house is hosting. So she lives in the property. I thought that it would be, uh, I don't know, like I didn't think she would actually be living in the house because I've never stayed, stayed in an Airbnb where they live in the house with you. I've always stayed in the Airbnbs where they're like maybe next door or they live in the house behind or in front. Um, but yeah, it turns out she was actually living in the house and this was a homestay, which was very much a surprise to me. And at first I was very uncomfortable with it. In fact, I was so uncomfortable because I actually forgot to message her. Her name is Dee. She's beautiful. I forgot to message her what time I was arriving and then one of the first things that we that she said to me when I arrived was um 
I, I would have really appreciated if you had sent a message of when you were coming because, uh, because our check-in process is that I let you in. I couldn't leave the house until you were here and I didn't know when you were coming. And so I felt so bad, so uncomfortable. I apologized and she was, she was really cool with it, but I apologized and I just felt so bad that I was like, oh my God, this is a sign. I'm not meant to be here. I'm so uncomfortable right now. I cannot stand being here and feeling this guilt this whole time. But Again, in the depth of my soul, I was like, you need to stay here. I just knew I needed to stay. I needed to ride it out, ride out the discomfort and see what else the rest of the days had for me. So I stuck it out. And then guys, that night over dinner, Dee and I spoke and we spoke for hours. When I tell you hours, like we spoke for hours and we were just like sharing a meal uh, and we actually ended up talking about everything and it turns out she is in the therapy space she's very familiar with the modalities of quantum with spiritual with the soul path with zen and everything like that that i was talking about and that's what was incredible because she like she just got it and it felt like we had known each other for so long it felt like we I don't know, it felt like not so much soulmates, but it felt like our souls knew each other. And not only that, she gave me these two books to have a, to have a read of. One of them was about the archetypes, and I think it was called The Hero's Journey, which I actually didn't read that much of because it was a lot, and it was a whole concept that I don't think I was ready to absorb just yet. It was interesting, um, but I don't think I was ready for it. And the only reason why she gave it to me was because we were talking about the soul and ego and all these things. But the second book she gave me that she couldn't stop talking about, and she said to me, I haven't thought about this book in so long, but I just feel like I need to mention it to you. And it was a book on the beginner's mind and the practice of Zazen, which is, I guess, a, uh, I think it's a Japanese, it's a Buddhist Actually, I could be wrong. Don't quote me. But it's a Zen practice, basically. And it's a book written by um, one of the, uh, the... I don't know what you call them. The monks? I don't know if they're monks. I don't know. Like, I'm, my words are failing me here. But it was a book written by a man who basically was teaching his, the principles of Zazen. And it was beautiful. It was a book, basically, with, with stories, analogies... Um, insights, wisdom on the practice of being and the practice of um, not being so attached, not being so judgmental or not in being in your action mode, always being in stillness and openness and um, detachment. And that was everything that we spoke about. We got into like family histories, cultural histories. We got into like how our you know, how we are the way we are and traumas and we just exchanged so many stories and Z was so, and D was so open to me about everything that was going on for her and it just was so meaningful and I remember having a moment while we were talking and exchanging stories that I was so freaking grateful that I was here and I, I remembered a time when I had set the intention that one day I would be sitting at the dining table of people's homes who they've opened up to me to share a meal with them, just sharing stories and doing life. And I literally just, I got emotional realizing that that was what was happening. Like I unintentionally unplanned had ended up in somebody's home at their dining table, exchanging stories and doing life and feeling that soulful connection. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful feeling. So uh, 
I actually took that book on Zen and started to read it. I started to familiarize myself with the concept of meditation and really be open to practicing it. And a caveat here is that I, as much as I say, you know, up to this point, I love to meditate. I love to be in stillness. I loved silence and stillness. However, I actually had always found it so uncomfortable because I could be in stillness but I would always want to fill the stillness with stuff. And I think I shared this uh, when I was talking about my Bali experience where uh, when I got sick, it forced me to be in stillness where I couldn't fill the stillness with journaling, with music, with yoga. Like the stillness was stillness. And this was uncomfortable. And I noticed this because I had certain beliefs about myself and meditation that I couldn't meditate, that I was bad at it and that I could never do it because my thoughts were just so always switched on. And I realized that uh, that book was really showing me parts of myself that really craved that. And so I made it my mission that while I was in the mountains, I was really going to apply myself and practice true meditation and get myself to that place where it was true bliss and that true Zen feeling that everyone talked about. Because as much as I've, pra- I've talked about it before and tried to practice it before, I actually always found that I could never do it because I would give up. And lo and behold, for the first time, I actually fell in love with the practice of meditating. And that's because I finally did it. Um, and look, meditation, There's I could do a whole episode on this. I'm not a master at it. But if there's one thing I know, the point is not to get it perfect. The, there is no like striving in meditation. And I realize that it, meditation is not about like not having thoughts because your brain will always have thoughts. That's what its job is, to produce thoughts, right? And to analyze. And so it's really hard to quieten the mind and it will always have something to say. But meditation is about allowance. It's about noticing the thoughts, observing the thoughts and reining them in rather than trying to force them out or to force them not to exist. Because then that just creates friction and it creates resistance and it just makes it a big problem. So I really learned how to access that stillness and I realized that I'm so very capable of it. And yeah. It was, it was awesome. I really felt the difference when I would meditate and I would leave that meditation uh, focusing on the stillness, focusing on the nothingness. And I would leave it genuinely feeling like lit up and energized, which was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. Um, okay, so the second amazing thing that happened was I went to see Heidi, who is that healer that I told you. And funnily enough, I had a bit of issues going to her because... Uh, well, I misscheduled the day to begin with, and I ended up being two hours late, which meant that we only had about two hours left for our session, and I had even gotten lost on the way there, and it was like everything in the universe was like, do not come. There was so much resistance, and yet Heidi was like, that's okay, we can do the session, I'll meet you here, take your time, and then when I came there... She was like, are you okay? Like, let's self-regulate. Like, let's just get yourself back to center. And then she told me that when she had finally gotten a hold of me on my phone after two hours of not being able to reach me because my phone was switched off and I had no clue that we were actually booked for that day. I thought it was the following day. She said, the moment I heard your voice, I knew that we had to do today's session. And the second thing she said that surprised me was that 
I booked in for a reading, a soul path reading. She said, we're not doing a reading. My guides are telling me that we need to do a healing. And I was like, okay, this is real. This chick is legit. And she like her, she opened up her home and we went to her office and she had all the things there and she was cleansing the space. And I just felt like I was in such a strange environment. Like I'd never been in a situation like that. I've never been in a room like that before. I, this is my first time being exposed to this level of healing or this level of work. Right. And so I was like, just go with it. Just go with it. Like her guides are telling her, let's trust that. And then she led me through a 45 minute healing meditation and you guys, I was crying. I was saying stuff that I, I don't know. It was just like, it was just coming out of me and my energy genuinely felt cleaner and clearer. And again, I have no words. I think I will have the words once it all integrates and I'll do another episode, but it was just a surreal experience. I've never ever thought that I could meditate for 45 minutes, let alone feel that absolute bliss and clarity at the end of it. And I'm so glad it was guided. Um, and Heidi really did something powerful when she kind of stepped in and held that space for me because a lot of it was healing around being still healing around labels that I thought that I had to hold on to that were limiting me from stepping into my authentic path and my soul alignment and so much there was so much that kind of came out Um, and then she did a reading so we managed to actually still do the reading at the end and it was an hour long reading where she was just talking me through some of the things that my soul has been called to do and what my soul's path is in this life and the things that I'm here to work through and it's just fascinating stuff I don't know exactly the modality I might ask her if she would like to do a podcast interview with me um, to talk about what she does, to talk about the soul's path and how it's different to human design and all these things that other modalities basically. But, um, I don't have the terminology right now to explain it, but I will just say that it was all a thousand percent correct. It was all so true. So in alignment to everything I've been experiencing, wrestling with in this life and to the path that I feel like I've been getting clues, universal clues and threads of people saying the same thing, images, dreams, conversations that I've been having word for word verbatim. She said them out loud and I'd never spoken to her before about any of this stuff. So again, another universal divine, spiritual, whatever you want to call it, alignment. And that was just breathtaking. It was amazing. So I, that was one of my highlights and it was such a beautiful experience because of all the things that she was saying, like being out in nature is really rejuvenating for me. Um, sitting and being still is my practice. It's my discipline that I need to master. Um, I'm here to be a master manifester. I'm here to create nothing, uh, things out of nothing. Um, I am here as a leader, as a guide, um, like there's so much stuff that kind of aligned and crossed over with some of the things that I gleaned and got from my Balinese healers and palm readers and all of it. So I just feel like, you know, it's like that resounding truth, that resounding moment of my life, right? And I went home that night and I just felt super drained energetically. Um, so I, I stopped by the mountains, sat by, watched the sunset, and had a beautiful view reflected, and then I just felt so drained, so I went home that night, and just, um, I was reading, and I read the archetype book, I briefly read through it, um, and that book 
uh, had a little quiz in it and I took the quiz just for fun and I basically discovered that the the season or the chapter of life that I'm currently in is the chapter of um, I think it was called realization or something about presence something about like it's a chapter of life where I'm just outworking so outworking who I am and stepping into alignment with my authentic self I I don't think that's the right term but um, I have my notes here let me see if I actually wrote it down don't know if I did but maybe oh it's called return so it's uh, okay I wrote down uh, it's at I'm at a present time where I am expressing myself in the world and therefore being aware of my power and experiencing wholeness and there are two other stages that I could have been in the preparation stage and the journey stage but I'm in the third stage of the return so really that embodiment and that expression of my whole self which is so in alignment because I feel like that's exactly what I'm going through right now I'm no longer sort of unsure of who I am I now know who I am and I'm just figuring out a way to be that in the world so freaking powerful and so aligned as well okay now the final thing that I will say that I kind of got away took away from this experience was that I absolutely love living in alignment to my intuitive impulses and receiving direction from that divine voice or that inner voice or that soul because all throughout this trip just like I did in Bali when I was on my surrender experiment and just like I do every time I'm heightening my intuition is I just listened for clues and I saw things fall into alignment with ease and it was things like me going and treating myself to some pastries or having a really slow lunch at a village um, or going into a bookstore and trying to and tuning into what book I needed to buy it was just listening to one clue one direction after another without any rush Uh, that was so fun and I know that it's a lifestyle that I want to continue embodying and again like I said in the beginning I feel like now I can really embody that wherever I go because it's no longer just something that I can only experience in Bali when I was going through my spiritual journey it's now a lifestyle I now have the ability to practice it because I've literally tested I've literally just done it and um, you guys, I went to a cafe today where I've been feeling this pull to go to this cafe. It's called the Red Door Cafe and it's in Laura. It literally has a red door. And I saw this door, image of this red door in my mind. And I went to this cafe um, today. I actually was going to go in yesterday, but for some reason I didn't go in. I walked past it and didn't go in. So I drove back to that town and I had so much resistance going into that town again today because I was like, I already went yesterday. Why am I going to go again? I could visit another town. But again, I was like, trust the pull and just go. You never know. So I went in and I went to that cafe. I sat there, had coffee. I journaled. I read a book. And then right as I was leaving, I felt energetically that the waitress, I needed to say something to her. Every time she served me while I was sitting down, I felt something towards her. And he just, I was like, yeah, it's her. I need to say something to her. So I asked, and it may have seemed silly, may sound delusional, but it felt right. So I was like, just go with it. And the words that I got was to tell her that it was going to be okay. And I overheard somebody also say in the kitchen something about her moving. Maybe it wasn't about her or to her, but I heard someone say they were moving houses. 
So again, I was like, yeah, whatever. I own my way out. I'm just going to say this to her. So I went to pay for my food, uh, my coffee. I said this to her. And the moment I said it to her, I kid you not, her eyes welled up with tears. And I could tell she got so uncomfortable she that she knew she was going to cry that she kind of shut down and was like, like she just kind of wanted to get out of there. And so um, I don't know who she is. I didn't get her name. I just know that she works at that cafe and she needed to hear that because I could see it. I could feel it in her energy that as soon as I said like those words, it's going to be okay. Something in her melted, something in her suddenly felt seen and safe. Yeah. It was just that moment of allowance and surrender and making space that allowed me to just have an impact on someone's life that is so simple and so mundane and yet I will never know the impact. Uh, maybe I'll meet her again or maybe I won't. And it's just those moments that I feel like that's what I'm here for. That's what we're all here for, to listen, to be in tune and to help each other in these divine ways. And yeah, so that was beautiful. Um, but yeah, those are my beautiful moments of synchronicity. Those are my gleanings from such a blissful and enlightening past few days. I also got a message from Dee not long ago, just as I was leaving the mountains, that she had a book that she wanted to give me. It was to do with Zen. It was a different book. And um, actually, fun fact, I went and bought that book that she initially let me borrow because I want to actually practice and learn more. Um, But she messaged me saying she had a book she wanted to give me. um, And then I just told her, oh, I'm leaving the area, but I would love to come meet you when I'm back again in the mountains, which will be soon. And she was like, yeah, perfect. Like, let's do it. And she just like opened up her home for a cup of coffee. And I just feel like I'm always welcome there now. And she really extended that openness to me. And before I left, I forgot to mention this, before I left in the morning of, she actually took me by the hand and both hands. And she looked into my eyes and she said, thank you. Thank you for the presence you've brought into my home. I'm so grateful for people like you uh, because I don't get many of them. But when I do, I just, I want to thank you. I want to acknowledge you because you have brought such a beautiful presence to my home. And oh my God, like you guys, this is the work. This is the energy that we bring around when we do that inner work, when we are truly in that path, when we are zen when we are practicing the release and not hustle we give off that energy and you guys this woman is aware of energy like one of the things that she did randomly it was like a sunny day at the end of the sunny day you know what she did she like opened she did something because i think she collects water when it rains and she was like yeah for some reason i just like i've just set up the rain taps just in case it rains because you know i uh, I just wanted to get that done. It's a good feeling when I prepare to collect water. I don't understand any of it. I don't collect water. I have no idea. But I was like, okay, strange. Because in my mind, I was like, damn, it's not. it hasn't rained all day. It's been sunny the last few days. It's been beautiful. And then you know what? That night, it freaking stormed. It rained buckets. It rained so much that I couldn't go hiking the next day like I planned. And she was like... And, and it, as I was leaving today, I was like, isn't that funny? Yesterday, you it's like you knew it was gonna rain she's like yeah sometimes I just get a feeling after I meditate sometimes I get a feeling and you guys when we were sitting around the table Dee would tell me stories of how she went to meditation camps she lived with monks for you know 45 days she went to India to do meditation trainings like she did the full shebang and she knows this work and so I just loved being around her presence and her insights on life as well because 
Um, I would say stuff like, wow, uh, the weather isn't good anymore because it's raining. I can't go hiking. And she would sort of like veer, like change the dialogue around it and be like, there's no good or bad. Like it's good weather regardless. It's just rain and it wasn't good or bad. And she taught me how to like really have that Zen mindset of like not practicing judgment, you know? Anyways, I could spend a whole episode talking about Zen and the things I'm learning from it, but I won't. I will save that for another one. But that's all my loves. Like, I really got such an amazing experience out of that. My cup feels full. I feel rejuvenated. I feel even deeper, deeper, more deeper connected to myself. And I'm just so proud. I'm so happy that I allowed myself to do this and that I didn't let the resistance get in the way because there's so many times that I could have. I could have just stuck to my masculine and I could have just listened to the fear, the thoughts of what's the point? Why are you doing this? What effect does it have? But I didn't. And that to me is what surrender is all about. That's what allowing and letting life unfold is all about. And you guys, the final thing I'll say is that life has been so much more fun, enjoyable, blissful, and my business and everything that I care about has grown and thrived. My relationships have improved drastically. I have made more money, more sales, more effortlessly, and I'm just so in love with my life and my business all of this all of this is connected and I know it and I know that it's part of that conscious creation that I've been doing and I'm so grateful so I hope you're encouraged by this and I hope that you feel inspired to create your own reality the way that I have and that you feel good about your life and are willing to step into more surrender so that you can give experiences like this like I've had to yourself all right my loves that is all I'm gonna go back it's Friday and I'm now I'm still sitting in my car parked right before I enter. I've been recording this in my car with my little trusty Rode microphone because I just wanted to solidify and share this moment with you. But I'm going to go inside and have an amazing weekend. Okay, my loves, chat to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you found this episode helpful and you want to take your growth to another level, you're in luck because I'm giving you free resources, workshops, and masterclasses that you can access on demand to help you elevate right now. Check out www.nicoleconception.co slash free dash resources. For more content like this, check out my YouTube channel, Life with Nick, where I post weekly vlogs and videos helping you create more of the results you want in life with less hustle and scarcity and more ease and flow. Lastly, help me get this message out to others just like you who might just need to hear it today. All you need to do is like and leave a review so this podcast gets seen by the many women who need to hear this message. Who knows who we might reach together, right? Now go out there, reclaim your power and amplify your voice to lead, love and create as the abundant woman that you are. I'll chat to you in the next episode.